The Pixel Hearts would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land where each member has recorded this episode. The Gadigal people of the Aura Nation, the Wadawarung, the Bunurong, and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The team would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and recognise the sovereignty was never ceded. This continent always was and always will be Aboriginal land. My name is Cameron, and I'm going to need everyone to grab a D20 and roll for me. If you got anything above a 17, I've come. <laughs> God damn it, Cameron. Uh, my name is Taylor, uh, and uh, I am uh, currently navigating a process where my uh, lovely friend with benefit is uh, developing a fursona for me. Currently, we've settled on three raccoons stacked on top of each other. Wearing a large coat, uh, with the top one wearing sunglasses, um, and a nice hat. It's good to see your persona is still about polyamory. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. My name is Faye, and uh, last week, for the first time, my partner and I tried missionary position, but decided we couldn't continue because of ludonarrative dissidence. <laughs> <laughs> that is so niche, I love it. Bye, Cameron. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. And we are a team of romantic gamers who want to help you achieve a play of the game in your love life. And this week on the show, we're delving into something that's not specifically gaming related, but is still part of the digital age. And it's about um, social media and um, if you should be looking at the social media of a potential lover. Uh, And we have this question from one of our listeners. Hi, Pixel Hearts. I've gone on a date with a guy. And since then, my friend looked into his social media and most of it is above board. But there is one Twitter account with the same handle as his Instagram that has me really worried, as it is full of awful, hateful stuff. Should I even be looking at this? Is there a chance there is just someone with the same username? Right. So we've, um, obviously, as you've heard, we've gone on a date. Everything's hunky-dory. I don't know if people still say that phrase, hunky-dory. But that's what we're going with. And then you've done some deep diving, some investigation. You can always count on a friend to find... um, someone that you're interested in social media in literally like three seconds flat. That friend won't reply to a message for a week, but you say, oh, I'm going on a date with someone. Here's his full name. Great. Here's all of his social media background. <laughs> I've done a full deep dive and can give you a, you know, it's that picture of Charlie Day with in mm-hmm. Always Sunny with all the strings of attached course. to different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pepe Silva. Yeah. Who is Pepe Silva? <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's that thing of, what do you want to know and what do you want to learn organically from a partner? So I think the first one is social media. We all use it, but how much do we use it? Um, Faye, how active are you in social media? Not as active as professionally I should be, if I'm honest, right? You know, like Twitter is a fucking garbage fire at the moment, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. if you went back a year, it was very important for the games industry, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't used it very much, and if I'm honest, because of the fact that the Twitter is a professional space, I'm not really going to be myself on Twitter so much. So, if I had someone who was entering a relationship with me and they checked my Twitter, they wouldn't get an accurate look at myself, but I will tell you now, they definitely wouldn't see a Twitter full of hateful comments. Mm. 
Taylor, what I, about you? I mean, look, I I used to use social media a lot when I was um, uh, working as a legal transcriptionist, and I kind of used it as like a, almost like a like a silly diary to just like write down funny things as a way to get catharsis from the horrible stuff I was hearing on a daily basis. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. Like I, uh, like with my own sort of social media, I guess if someone had a read of that, they'd get a particular impression of me. Um, and it would absolutely not be filled with fucking hateful stuff. Cause like, I guess it's not the sort of way that I sort of output like a social media presence. Yeah. Um, but nowadays I, I like, I, like I'm on Twitter mainly to shitpost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I guess, you know, if you want to draw anything from my personality about that, it's that, uh, I'm I'm kind of a lefty and I like making fun of fucking tech bros. Like so draw from that what you will. I feel like, like you I could figure that out after one date with you though. Yeah, no, it would be like <laughs> <laughs> within five minutes, let me tell you about how much I hate capitalism. Like I think for me I used to like I think I've always been pretty active on social media. My Facebook I deleted back in like twenty nineteen, I think. I just was like, I'm kind of done with the way this company's going, the direction of it all. So I just deleted it all and have been very blissful since. Um, I still have an Instagram that I probably post on once every like few months. And it's usually just a pic of me and my husband enjoying ourselves, yeah. being like, here we are, we're alive. And I think I keep that one purely because a lot of family and friends are still through that. But I can interact like visually without having to read posts about, you know, the fact that the eggs are all giving a f- COVID. Um, but, uh, you know, when your aunt or uncle post one of those ones, you're just like, mm. but then um, Twitter was where I was the most active, much like you guys, because when I was in um, video game journalism uh, a few years ago, it was how I would interact with people. It's how I would talk to people. It's how I'd stay up to date with what's going on. Um, and also it just became a place where I got to, the biggest thing for me about Twitter was I got to learn about like indie games that you just never hear about there. And I could see the devs actually talking about the game. I've found so many games through there where I'm just like, this devs just posted being like, Oh, I'm doing this animation thing. And this is how it's working. And then I go and look at the full game and go like, fantastic. I'm going to be obsessed with this when it finally releases. Um, and it's this, I did a similar thing because I'm very much into comic books, heaps of comic book artists are really active on there and do their progress shots and, you know, just do quick sketches they've done. And, you know, I got to stay up to date with what they're doing as well. So Twitter became this kind of area for my hobby in the end when I was no longer doing journalism. Um, it, it exists as my hobby location. So I get to stay up to date with those kind of niche interests that I have, which is why I'm terrified that it will implode on itself and I'll have no kind of source for all that information outside of having to scroll through you know a steam storefront for an hour on end um Oof. yeah i think i think the best thing to look at here is that we all have multiple accounts yes. right as you said right you have your instagram and i think generally you can break them into five categories the one that you're still on because of friends family and boomers that have no idea how to deal with otherwise which mm-hmm. is usually instagram or facebook You've usually got some kind of professional-facing one that's very important. LinkedIn. Keep in mind, sometimes these overlap. Um, You have the one where you're just being yourself, Mm -hmm. which, you know, could be Twitter. It could be Mastodon or whatnot. I mean, it's LinkedIn, obviously. 
you you have the one where you post all of your thirst traps, which once LinkedIn again could again. be an overlap. <laughs> 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 and then you have the one account which not everyone does, but some people do, where you feel like you need to rant about things mm-hmm. to avoid when not many people hear. Live journal. And my biggest mm. my <laughs> biggest worry, mine's a dead journal, thank you very much. <laughs> um, my biggest worry is that if they have a secret Twitter account with the same handle, then they see that Twitter account as the last one. Mm. The one where they get to rant the true things that they feel. Mm. But I think this is where, so that, that delves into this, right? So let's get into it. Should you be looking at this is one of the questions that comes up. Should I be looking at people's social media after a date? Or should I organically discover who they are? Organically discover they're a Nazi. Yeah, this is the thing. Oh if god, they're... not again. I got Nazi'd again. Um, <laughs> can't believe it's not Nazi. Um, sorry, is that something? Um, but it's that thing of if they're putting it out there, right? If they have a public um, forum and they are putting their thoughts out there, that is mm. completely above board for you to look into it. I think there was this thing in the early days when Facebook was very open and you could see everyone's posts. There was this idea of, ooh, is it? is it a bit of an invasion of privacy for me to go and look for them because I know their name and look at their stuff and it you, you used to get told that someone was looking at your profile and you'd accidentally like mm. like something you didn't mean to halfway down their Instagram feed because you've been looking for that one pic where they might be showing bulge. Um, <laughs> in like, 2017. And, and damn, like, whoops, oh no. I accidentally liked this picture of a casserole as I went past. But it's that thing of back then there was this weird... You know, are we allowed to do that? But we're in a modern age. Like, everyone has social media in some aspect or another. And some don't. That's fine. I think of the newer generation, a lot of them just aren't doing social media as much. Um, but it's out there and you have every right to look at it. Um, and so if someone's putting their thoughts behind it, then that's something you need to be aware of. If, you know, if Rowan went onto my Twitter and saw something he didn't like about what I'd been posting... I'd hear about it. Like, you have every right to go and look at it. Unless I've privatized it and I've locked it behind things. If someone is... Exactly. If someone's being false to gain access to that, if someone is pretending to be someone else so they can then look at your... Like, if you've got a private Instagram and you've then made a, a fake account of someone, like a guy, and added them to be like, yeah, I just want to learn some some gym tips or something, and then you're in there scrolling through, that's that's across the line. But if you're not mm. committing subterfuge to gain access to their information, they've put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's if it's in a public arena and you can access it, um, then yeah, I, I think it's I think it would be fair game. And like the example that I'm actually like thinking of here is um so there's a friend of mine who's basically uh navigating the dating scene and specifically navigating uh, kink relationships and so i've given her like a rule of thumb which is like look at the person's sort of fat life profile and see if they're actually active in the community and going to like local events and stuff because if they're not then that's potentially a red flag in that like they they've potentially been like kicked out of the scene because like that's how the scene regulates itself right um and so that's actually been really useful because She's been speaking to people who, you know, are claiming this sort of like 
huge extent of experience and saying like this is why you need to you know have me as your daddy dumb or whatever else and it's just like no one knows you you don't go to events and like you know the one person i have spoken to who has heard of you thinks you're a cunt so it's just like yeah it it, i think it's in that circumstance especially i can think of it as a useful example of just like your presence indicates something about you and at least from a safety perspective it's it's got a lot of utility with regards to something like this where it's like yeah if you're combining your like public personas your public facing personas with also your i guess catharsis persona it's just like i I mean it might be worthwhile to double check whether this is all the same person but like Mm. that would be concerning for me of like especially you know if it's like hateful stuff yeah and then i guess it's the question of what hateful stuff is he just Mm -hmm. like ragging on like you know mcu films or is it just like oh i i believe x minority should die yeah it's a thing of like what levels are we talking here is he just a bit um angry about things that probably shouldn't be angry about or Mm. did he say that um you know all 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 trans people (laughs) are the problem with america today because they're two Mm. very different they arguments. Are, they are very different. And, like, it could just be... I have i don't know if anyone has encountered this before, but coming across someone's social media and discovering that they have a unique hatred for, like, a particular musician, and they just tweet a lot, like, oh, their latest album? Garbage. They don't know scales <laughs> properly. They can't play the piano. And it's, like, this weird fascination with hating one particular person. That's still hate-filled, Right. And that, but that is still a different level to like just completely destroying an entire minority group. I don't know. That one would still be a really big red flag for me. Oh yeah, that would be a red flag for me. But it's still a different level. I found out one of my friends has a stan account, and even that, I just went too much, too much energy into one thing. That's um, (laughs) let's let's reassess that one. Um, I think as well, they mentioned like, could it just be a similar username? This is one again where context is Mm. key. Mm -hmm, If the mm -hmm. username is uh, Transformers lover, and as you found one person Transformers lover on one, on one uh, thing, and Transformers on another. Yeah, if it is, my name is Cameron Honey Swain eighty seven. You'd go okay. Well, that's potentially going to be the same person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a made up name, it's like their gamer tag, yep. and it is a mm-hmm. very specific like three word combo gamer tag. Mm. it's like with mine i've had people who um are a little unsure because on some of my apps so obviously um i'm not shy about sharing my social media handles because i've got nothing on there of interest um but i use romance in all of mine because it's an anagram of cameron um ah. and so some of my online handles are uh-oh romance some of them are big romance they're the two i kind of balance between but it is that kind of thing like if you found one and the other if I didn't, if I had changed one of the icons to not be a picture of me, you'd be like, "Ooh, could it be the same person, or is there a potentially a a disjointed between them? Like, it, it, is it a you know a similar username in terms of you know some of the phonetic things line up, or is it completely different? And I think that's the key thing, right? Like, how specific are we talking about the matchup? I think the important thing here is to do some, honestly, some more investigation into it. Um, I think you need to look, if this is something that has concerned you enough that you're reaching out about it, if this is something that has made you go, ooh, hold on for just a second, and apparently wagged your finger like I'm wagging right now, um, you know, 
delve deeper because it's playing with your mind. And if you don't get an answer to it, you're not going to be able to sit across a table from this person and behave like a normal person while you're in your head going, did you tweet that you're going to firebomb Chris Evans' car next week if he's not in the new Captain America movie? Or didn't you? How can I tell? (laughs) Yeah, just ask. Just to be like, hey, I came across a Twitter account. It uses the exact 27 characters in the same order that all of your other social medias are. And in it, you've said some pretty terrible things. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, let's say, symbology that I'm worried about. Care to comment? Or you could even just be a little bit subtle and just be like, look, how do you feel about the nation of Belgium and the bodily integrity of Belgians. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little more subtle than that, but basically you could, you could try and broach the subject a, a little bit more softly. I think, yeah, I think that's the thing. Just, I, I think that if you're writing in about this, then you have concerns that are going to plague you ongoing. You can't move past this. So you need an answer, whether you do that work yourself and find it, or you just outright speak to him. I would say, if there are things on this Twitter that make you feel unsafe, maybe don't sit opposite them in a room and go, hey, are you this person? And if you do do that, have a taser on hand, Um, Mm -hmm. just in case. But yeah, I think it's that level of hate. Like, is it just you think that they're just a bit too rage-fueled about things? Or is it that you feel like your safety would be put... Uh, on the line in a relationship with someone that is tweeting the kind of things that they're tweeting. You guys have anything else you want to add? Look, like, bad vibes are their own thing. Hate vibes are much, much worse. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth investigating and, and potentially, like, sussing out a little bit. Either behind the scenes through, you know, your your friend or yourself looking into it a bit more. Or just maybe, you know asking some some gentle questions just to assess how they might react your friend seems to be on it already buy her a really big iced coffee and be like go harder get in there and just fill her with caffeine and watch what information you get get her get her a duster they're obviously a cat girl programmer so you need to get them a monster energy drink instead she's gonna do that bit in like um uh scarlett johansson in lucy where she's got the two laptops (laughs) and then she just looks at you she's like i'm in (laughs) Anyway, that's all the time we have. We hope that helped you. Uh, we want to thank Ryan Zen for producing the Pixel Hearts and Blusher for our intro and outro, the Pixel Hearts theme song and One Pixel at a Time. For all our links, or if you need the Pixel Hearts to help troubleshoot your love life, head to our link tree in the show notes. But until next time, be kind to each other.